Welcome back to the Character Corner Podcast with your host, Chris and Deepom here. Uh, we are here to do a pull list. We, this is ooh, a couple months late. We were supposed to do it in June. Then we were supposed to do it in June. Then we were supposed to do it in July. Then we were very, very tired in July. So, In our defense, there are no comics in June. Well, and that's all the, so I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that's the big thing here. So the poll list, we do this every three months, supposedly every three months. Talk about, you know, what we're reading and stuff coming out there. And uh, in the middle of a global pandemic, it's kind of hard because um, your comics aren't there. And when they do come yeah. out, you don't know when they're coming out. So I've had comics come back that I'm so like, wait, where, 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 where the fuck were yeah, we? I, yeah. <laughs> I need to go back and start reading, rereading everything all over again because mm-hmm. it's just like, it's been so difficult. I, I think this is also why. A lot of stuff I've been reading is just catching up on old stuff because that stuff's not going anywhere. <laughs> and I know for some of them, I know that the story ends and I can just read the complete story and I don't have to wait and, and work on, uh, wait on, on when we're going to see stuff again. So yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's been crazy. So, um, we're going to go into, uh, what we've been checking out, uh, and reading, um, Devon, you want to start? Ooh, let's start with me. All right, I'll start us. Um, well, I'll start outside the big two. I like to, you know, kind of variety back it up here. Uh, let's see what I got here. I'm just pulling a bunch of tabs on this around. I scroll over until I find one here. Power Rangers. I have been on this podcast singing the praises of the Power Rangers run since it started. I was Kyle Higgins and the team originally, and it's kind of it's it's moved since then. One of the one shots that came out of recently was called the Ranger Slayer, and Without getting into the convoluted backstory they've somehow built for fucking Power Rangers, it's awesome. And Chris, like, it's one of those things that we like, talk about, like, oh, it'd be really nice if they got rid of the illusion of change and actually change some things in, in the mainstream comics we read. This is what they do. So it's this, funny, the other uh, not-so-big two comic I'm reading. Wait, before you go on, it's funny you mention that because the Power Rangers was on my list of things that I'm, I've been saying that you've been talking about it for a while. And I've, I'm, I'm actually going to pick some up this month to start reading. So maybe by the do end, it. like Mighty Morphin, um, like the first twenty five is is I think that's all Higgins. Yeah, it's yeah. Kyle Higgins used to write. Um, Nightwing did. Margaret Scott picks it up. She used to write uh, Windblade over at IDW and a couple of Transformers books. It's they brought in real good creators, like real strong storytelling people who are like, I love this stuff when I was a kid. What if I created it more surely? And because there's no really attendance. Or combined or attached television series or even toy line, a lot of freedom to tell a story. And if you like reality bending and like crazy, like alternate realities, this is the book for you. And especially ones that have impact because things like Ranger Slayer, where she she's a D, she's basically an offshoot of a reality that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> but they make it make work, make it sense, and it make it work. And it's and it's more emotionally resonant than I ever would have thought a fucking Power Rangers book would be. Also, they're doing the same thing, a similar thing. Over in uh, Ninja Turtles, I'm a little behind Ninja Turtles, but like they're killing Splinter, they're bringing in new turtles, they're changing. New York City's been changed irrevocably. Like things you could never do in like a Spider Book. Like Spider Island's a cool idea, but you know it's not going to fucking last. Right. They have that same idea here. I'm like, eh, we're not tied to the books. Fuck them. City Full Mutants, what you got? <laughs> it's cool. What are you reading outside the big two? Honestly, well, nothing, but so I put, well, here's the thing. I put um, Star Wars there, even though it's technically is Marvel, because yeah, it's not really, it's not really part of what I consider the Marvel continuity. So I've been catching up on all my 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 Star Wars stuff. So um, the Doc, Doctor Afro book is over, it's done. I think it ended last. It won a Glad Award. Yeah, it was good. I'm reading it now. Um, I'm catching. I'm catching up. I think it's a full. 
25, 30 issues or something like that. So I'm about halfway through nice. the series. Uh, Cause I picked up like during one of the, the those infinite, like those ridiculous com- uh, comic sales. I picked up the first two volumes, the entire run. The good thing about star Wars stuff being on being under Marvel is it's all under Marvel unlimited. So you, you, you can catch it all. Win. Right. Um, I believe the writer for this is Karen Gillan. And uh, I know, uh, Jason Aaron finished his first his, his run on Star Wars, and there is some overlap between these books here. Um, and they have there was a story, the Screaming Citadel was a story that cross over the two books there. And I just tell you, man, having Karen Gillan and, and Jason Aaron to uh, are, are some of my favorite writers, man. I, I love them, and I love the fact that they were both on Star Wars books. So, um, so I'm reading the Star Wars Doctor Aphra book. Like I said, I'm catching up on also on Jason Aaron's uh, just main Star Wars book. And then, uh, who's writing the Vader book? Is it Greg Pak? I will look that up for you right now. Uh, I can't remember who's writing the Vader book, but I know the latest issue just came out, I want to say this week. It was issue three. Um, and again, I, I just really love what they've done with Star Wars. Like, to me... Why wouldn't you just listen? <laughs> why wouldn't you just listen? Uh, Sorry, no, I'm trying to find the author. Yep, it's Greg Pak. Yeah, Greg Pak. Yeah, he's writing it. So um, I just love what they've done with, with, with Star Wars. Like, they're telling you all the different stories that you don't get, right? Like, again, I know we talked about this on the mailbag, that you have a, you have a nice little nerd-checking rant coming from Susan, which I think is going to be great. Um, She'd never seen the trilogy before we started dating, and now she has, like, legitimate angry opinions about Star Wars. <laughs> That's just me. Well, because it's like, once you start seeing what you what is there and, and how much... How much story is there to tell? And what everybody else outside of, you know, the trilogy is telling, it's such a bigger story to tell. It's so much more stuff there. And that's what you're seeing with all the Star Wars books. So I want to say um, this Vader series is after Empire, I believe, after he reveals to... to he knows that Luke, Luke says, yeah, yeah. Well, he finds him. that out. He finds that out so in the out first after series. New Hope, but he tells him. Right, yeah, he tells him. Cool. And then, in like, he's now tracking down who all the people that um, kept the secret from him that Padme had children. So, um, in the latest issue, I won't go into the spoilers for the latest issue, but, like, yeah, it's, um, Vader's just fucking scared. Um... And I know I haven't started reading it, but I, I I don't know who's writing the main Star Wars book right now. Is it might be Charles Soule? I'm not sure. I think it is. But um, I, I think I put back on right, it. and I think that that is also after Empire. So what they're doing with so what they so what what Lucasfilm and Marvel is doing right now with this is they're filling in all the gaps in between the trilogies. Because it's like when you when you look at the trilogies, you're like, wait, there's a huge. How do we get here? And they're filling all that stuff in there and they're really building the legends that we don't have. And so I've been, I just been so enthralled with reading these, like all of them have been good. I haven't really come across one that, that hasn't really hit me. Even the, like the ones I call like almost like one shots, which are like maybe like three or four issues kind of go in there. Like the, um, the Darth Maul one, but that I think Cullen Bunn wrote that was really, really good. So yeah, yeah, these have been great. So that's been, been the big stuff for me. Um, I do have to, it's not something I'm reading, but I, I am wondering like, when is Saga coming back? Yeah. I have no idea. Cause it's like, it's been, I just literally put it in like, when is Saga coming? Cause it's like, it's supposed to be finishing up this, this last But like, run. it's one of those things that like, when I told you, we started all these comic stuff. What did I tell you? I said, book, I'll see you at the end guys. 
Well, and so, but here's the crazy thing, and this, this is why it makes it even more. Saga's huge. Saga and, is... And that's, that, but that's the volatility of it. Exactly. huge and still miss months. Exactly. Like, why the last man didn't touch till it was over? Uh, Walking Dead, I, if it wasn't an image, I probably wouldn't trust it. Like, there's a lot of books where I will just say, see a trade. Uber. I have Ubers. I have the hardback of Uber because I paid for that um, Kickstarter last year. I haven't read it yet because, you know, I just haven't gotten around to it, but I own it now. The last... Yeah, it's tough for me to, it's tough for me to yeah. get involved. I've never picked up an issue of Saga, Chris, because of shit like this. Dude, the last issue came out July 2018. Dog, see? <laughs> and I for and, nothing. I and, made a decision. And, 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 for, and for a book as big as Saga to fall into that, you get it when it gets it. We'll finish it when we finish it. Like, that's why it's hard for me to, whenever I pick up a, a, a it's almost like, shit, my, my, my book, uh, Kieran Gillen is writing this, this series Uber. And I don't know when that's ever going to come. That might never come back and finish. You know, it's just, it's so hard to get into these, these outside of the big two because you never know when they go on, they go on breaks and they might never, ever come back. Like, I, I, I do believe at some point Saga will, will end. I mean, it's, 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 it's got to, like, Saga's huge. But at the same time, it's like, when? So Yeah, but you say got to July 2018. No, they fuck, they don't. Mm-hmm. It feels like they got to because you know that's where it is, but you don't know that for sure. All right. So <sighs> we will see. We will see. So that's all I got. Um, where you want to go next? Uh, do you want to do DC or Marvel? Your call. Let's do DC because I know we got the big. We want to talk about Empire and Marvel, so let's end on mm-hmm. it. Okay, so DC. I'm gonna start kind of outside the main continuity deceased so tom taylor has found another i guess i don't want to say a property no one wanted but a property you could take advantage of and did the most with it um so if you don't know the backstory of deceased deceased is essentially a the anti-life equation becomes a sentient virus that infects technology and takes over the planet earth and it is grim it's basically zombie dc good luck motherfuckers and he's written a companion miniseries called hope world's in which tell you kind of the un told story of what happened during the deceased. He's now got a um, sequel series launched called uh, Dead Planet. And for those who don't know Tom Taylor's other works, he wrote the weekly Injustice series, the Injustice series is that accompanied the uh, uh, fantastic video games, won a bunch of awards, had a lot of attention, and they're coming back with Injustice Year Zero, which looks to be pretty fucking dope, it was announced kind of over uh, Tom Taylor's Instagram the last couple of days. Have you read the deceased stuff? Any of it? No, I was thinking about getting okay. to it though. There is a scene in one of them because there's one where there's a miniseries where specifically they pick up on the uh, the kind of the antiheroes and the villains. It's Red Hood, uh, Jim Gordon, Shiva. It's like a lot of those kind of character people. And Jason goes to the cave and finds all three graves because Batman and Tim and Dick die early, and the graves were uh, Batman. Father, mentor, bastard. Hmm. Um, what was it? The, I think it was uh, Dick said something to the, oh, I've got him right here. I'm trying to pull him up right now. Just bear with me one second. I think it says something to the effect of uh, brother, one of us who got to grow up. And then the, for Tim, it said the best of us, the best Robin. And it was just so nice. It was so kind of, it's almost like little moments that 
they'll find ways to throw in there to really hurt you. And that's what that was. It was something that was thrown in there to really hurt you. Uh, DC book, I know you're reading the fucking Flash. Nigga, listen here. Sorry. <laughs> Listen here. Right now, there's only one DC book that's that that is that is on my subscribe list, and I know Josh. I know I know Williamson is leaving soon. I know he's ending soon. Very sad. Very sad. Because we talk about Tom. We talk about Batman. We talk about stuff, and we talk about all the time that Wally West is our Flash. We get it. But Josh Williamson is writing the fuck out of this Flash book here, <laughs> and to the point where like I'm like. Yeah, you think about this entire run at the end. Right. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no. This is definitely a full run read at some point. Also, Ebod motherfucking Thawn is. Bow's the motherfucking king. Good God. Bow's the king. Good God. Every time. Dog, I was thinking Thawne to show up on Shield and be like, you asses are doing it all wrong. Right. Because there's one thing that they're. The one thing that Williamson's doing here is kind of also. Kind of re- t- almost retelling the legend of Eobard Thawne in the fact that Thawne, you know, is all these things, but he's also a master of time. He knows how to manipulate time. And his whole thing about how he doesn't, the secret of time travel and changing time, it's like, well, you change time, you just, you just make sure you, you, after you change it, you're not there, to, you, don't, you, 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 don't, you don't observe the change. You make the change and you leave. <laughs> and I'm just like, so you basically just kill people and then run off? That's it. Oh, it's yeah. like the old it's a Bart Simpson quote from Episode Simpsons. It's going to take a long time. I started a fire. I should really keep an eye on. Right. <laughs> you know, and and like he's just got this. And the thing I love about it is coming to the end of Williams's run, knowing that it's all coming back to Thon as well, is also just another like just poetic piece there. That Thon is a key, and just like you, yeah. he teams like Barry teams up with Thon to take down Par- Paradox, and you think that Thon does something right. He does a good thing by not killing somebody, and and you're like, oh, it's great. And then he reminds you, he's still here about Thon. Motherfucking gangster snaps that neck and runs away. <laughs> like the best thing about this whole run for me has been that Williamson hit the hit the ball in front of us. Mm-hmm. Paradox is coming. Paradox is this huge threat. Paradox. Is- no, man, the problem's always going to be fucking Thawne. And, and well, remember, early on, he kills Thawne. Like, Iris kills Thawne. He kills him. Williamson kills him a couple times. He kills yeah. him um, in the button crossover, too. Exactly. And they bring that all back going, like, he's died many times, but he keeps coming back. It's like, <laughs> motherfucker's unkillable. You're you know? not done with me yet. Oh, my God. It won't it's... be for a fucking while, so get comfortable, kids. Oh, my God. This can take a while. Yeah, and now him taking different rogues and flash villains from different, and even have you read this week's this month issue? Yeah, Barry's kids. Yeah, deadbeat ass Barry. We talk about Scott Summers a lot. Barry got a case. Almost <laughs> um, other DC books I'm reading. I'm loving the uh, Superman stuff. I'm the, probably the last person on Earth reading Red Hood and the Outlaws, but I really do enjoy that book as well. Just going through my list here. We talked about Flash. Uh, these are all Marvel books. Teen Titans. It's an interesting look on the, um, what they've done here. They gave Robin, they gave Damien kind of his own team. And we all know how I feel about Damien Wayne. Not my favorite Robin, but it's been a good run. It's, I think it's 50, 43 issues now. Um, <clears throat> it's wrapping up, it feels like, but it's telling a good story. Uh, kind of the logical questions that I would ask about Damien Wayne, like having the grandson of Rachel Ghoul lead a team of impressionable youth seems like a bad idea. And it was. 
Um, <laughs> and now Damien's killing people again. So, yeah, if you want to see that crazy side of Damien, Teen Titans is probably the book for you. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis brought back two of my favorite properties, Young Justice and Legion of Superheroes. Legion of Superheroes first. If you're into the old school campy, over the top, like tons of hero, tons of colorfulness, and kind of a retelling of that, that's the book for you. It is utopian and hopeful and everything I look for in a Legion book. Young Justice, they're doing some shit. And like the way I used to trumpet the Jessica Jones book quietly saying, hey, if any questions about reality and how things are kind of shaken out, they're kind of exploring in the Young Justice book, or excuse me, the Jessica Jones book. The entire last issue of Young Justice is what happened to Bart Allen when the, when the realities collapsed on itself. When Flashpoint occurred. Where is Bart been? Because they do this whole like three-issue, four-issue arc of rescuing Superboy where he'd been, and everyone leaves, and they're like, oh, then what a great job. And at the end, you see Superboy come back. Hey, Bart, where the fuck have you been? <laughs> like, no one seemed to, everyone seemed to not notice no one asked. And then uh, Connor cuts off. Bartholomew Allen the second, don't you run away from me. I focus for a second. I asked you as a pal what happened to you, and you run away. <laughs> it's you, I. You know what? You know what it feels he's like. He's captured oh. the voices of these kids to the point where I'm like, oh, good. It's it's. Well, oh. you know what the funny thing is, right? You know, bringing business over to the DC and what they've done with Rebirth. It's like you guys have actually done the one thing. This is one time where DC have done what we've asked, which is do like Marvel, make it make sense. And and, like, I'm, and, I'm and people... the speech that Connor gives Bart as he's trying to leave. It took me, hey, Bart, it took me a second to figure out what because you had just told me that I now have to live in this reality because I was born the one I was born in doesn't exist anymore. But now that I fully processed that completely, we'll never have to think about that ever again. I realized that you were telling us this because you yourself were having some real life crazy issues. So considering you went to multiple Earths to find me and bring me home, or as close as you could possibly could, buddy, let me help. Like this is the thing when people say who want DC to do like Marvel, they think we just want them to tell the same story or be exactly the same. It's like, no, like DC universe isn't this dark, grimy, gritty universe that some people have come to believe that it should be. You have things like this. Like I need to read that young justice book. Cause we, we did a whole thing on, on the teen Titans and young justice and where that comes in. And like, this makes sense. Like these, this, this is group of, of kids together, like you get these moments of it's it's like when we talk about Asian Shield of the seriousness but the silly. You get it all in one. They're doing, and I'm, I'm completely forgot about this until right now. In one of Business Superman books, they're doing an art called The House of L. And Connor shows up and is like, "Okay, so long story short," and he explains where he came from. Says, "You don't know who I am. You don't know where I came from." But they they go through an adventure together. And says, "I trust you." Then they go to the kid farm. He says, "Mom, Pa, do you recognize him?" And they fucking do. Oh, wow. And it's very, like, she said, and then you see Connor, like, cheer up, says, I'm so glad my parents recognize me. And she says, I'm so sorry, Ma. She says, quiet. Did you or car cause this? No. Did it happen to you? Yes. Then don't apologize. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, this, you found the heart of this book? Because that would got me. I was like, oh, shit. I, I was not ready. Because you felt he'd done a really good job of communicating the desperation that Connor felt. Of being like, and only it's just no one recognizes me here except for like a couple of my friends, but there's another Superboy. And he's actually Clark's kid. Mm -hmm. And my people who raised me don't recognize me. And you watch him break down and then watching when when Ma and Pa know who he is, it's the art does a beautiful job of communicating it, but the script itself is just 
you can tell that he took the time to be like, this is where you watch a weight lift up. And he, and the way they're depicting Connor is, is they're keeping the system with Tim and Cassie, like late teens, like 18, 19. Mm-hmm. And you could really see the weight get lifted. And I was like, wow, that, and I, I was just like, this is why Venice needed to be here. Cause that touch, the marvelization, like you said, it's not necessarily making them make mistakes. It's making them relatable and human. And that moment was a human one where he, cause you felt he, he even the, the 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 instinct for him to apologize, mm-hmm. like he, that's a child. I'm so sorry, mom. Did you do this? No, it's not apologizing. Well, is that it's also it's also connecting to the characters that we know. It's connecting mm-hmm. to things that we've right. seen before. It's connecting that history. It's drawing that line. Like they've what what rebirth has done for me is allow the redrawing of the line, drawing the line back to the characters we've seen before. All this crazy. Stuff's happening or throughout the multiverse and seeing how these things are all related and knowing that, yeah, right. Some of some of the stuff doesn't make sense. Some of the stuff is out there. Some of the stuff is crazy. But like, you can get through those kind of moments like that, make it all fucking worth it. Like that is what we've been asking for. So, yeah. Right. Anything else on the um, DC side? So they brought Red Hood to, to the Batman: The Adventures continues as a re, as a uh, follow up on the old animated series tie in books. They're doing Red Hood there, which is pretty cool. Um, the Suicide Squad, there's a really good Deathstroke or uh, Deadshot issue that I really recommend. But, and then I'm still reading Hawkman because they, they're doing their best. They're trying to make it back and, 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 and making it make sense. Uh, you should all read Wonder Woman. I'm behind, but I know it's good. Who's the creator um, on that? Who's, who's writing that? I Hold on. Because I know that we're leading up to uh, my boy getting the art on there. You uh, should draw the. Um, um, Batman for Tom King. Capullo? No. No, 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 no. Um, I know what you're talking about. Mikhail Jackin. Or, okay. or, or Jason, Mikhail Jason? Something like that. Yeah, he's going to be on there on the new art, so I'm reading. I need to catch up so I can be ready for the new art to start. I can't think of the new writer, but I know I'm excited for it. Play in my head, not my heart. Uh, Mar, are you reading anything else DC? Did I touch on no. this? I guess the Flash? No, again, my whole, we, I already have my DC Universe rant, so which is what was keeping me from reading more DC, so. <laughs> Let's go to let's go to Marvel then. Um, God bless you, X books. <laughs> Did you read this week's X X Men? Nigga, listen. We so so let you guys know what happened. We have a fucking so, problem. So, so let so let you guys know what's happening with, with us. How we got to the pull is mail. Like we were supposed to do these on Wednesday. Was it the twenty eighth or twenty ninth of July? We both got on and um, we were basically tired. We're like, let's just delay it a couple days until the Sunday, right? But I had made sure because I knew that day that 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 issue ten. For, for X-Men it dropped and we still talk for like a good 15 minutes <laughs> about because this is all <sighs> the Xbox period are a fucking problem guys. hey hey but, but real talk Vulcan's a problem dog <laughs> all them questions I've been like quietly asking like Gabriel sure is back I don't seem to touch anything he had before Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Who cloned Gabriel? Why is Gabriel not acting right? And that's why I was thinking that maybe Xavier's tampering with heads. This is so much worse than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is bad. Yeah. It's all this bad. bad. Um, it's fucking bad. Well, it's, it, this is everything, what they're doing with Empire. It kind of makes oh, you wonder. Oh, oh, okay, so let's get back to X-Men because I want to talk okay. about the rest of the X-Books for a second. Yeah. Did you read X-Factor? I did not get to the X-Factor. I knew I needed to pick up X-Factor. Okay. It's, it's semi-ties into this because now they're investigating how do you know when a dead mutant's really dead? Mm-hmm. 
And the team they put together is interesting. It's Prodigy, iBoy, um, Rachel Summers now going by Prestige, I think, Polaris, North Star, and Dakin. And during one of the scenes, Magneto says, Lorna, I thought as my child, you would take a leadership role in this team. Why did you not take that? And she says, hey, how would you describe my personality? Which is a direct shot in the 50 years that she's written has not written consistently, mm-hmm. consistently ever. Right. <laughs> and Leah Williams seems to have taken that as a challenge, the writer. And she also wrote the um, Age of X-Men book where North Star was a cop, where he was a closeted cop jailing his fellow, fellow mutants. She said that that impact's going to play out here, too. So that's very exciting. So I like when you've got characters um, tied with creators who give a shit about them. And it seems like Leah's going to be one of those for um, North Star there. X-Force is just creepy yeah bad listen again i think we said this last time we had a pull list <sighs> giving space to hank mccoy is a bad idea it, like, hank's not a good person like i want <laughs> hank mccoy is definitely not a good person the last like four marvel events like not not <laughs> events like marvel events can at least be tangentially tied to hank mccoy's stupidity or hubris and i'm counting empire because of what happened in X-Force. Yes. Like, I'm counting impact. <laughs> this is all Hank McCoy's fault. All of it's Hank McCoy's fault. And I guarantee we'll figure it out somehow. Um, Giants has X-Men. I know these are kind of like one-offs. And, you know, they, they release them. You read them. And you'll think about them again. Please read these. They're so good. Uh, Russell Dodderman on the art. You remember him from the um, Jane Foster run of uh, Thor. Just beautiful art. One of their X books. Wolverine books pretty good. The whole first three arc issue arc is over. Yeah, I enjoyed I, it a lot. I, I, I'm, so yeah, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm also reading. I'm subscribed to the Wolverine book as well. Um, man, I tell you one thing. They they really are giving us that whole uh, foursome between Wolverine, uh, Cyclops, Gene, and 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 Emma. Like th- this is really a happy happy foursome where they kind of you know. And they just told, and they basically told us Scott and Logan fucking too. Right. <laughs> right. Like, it, it, it's very... Which, which it's goes back to your... Very, right. They did a very good job of pushing some, some, I guess, natural boundaries of X-Men storytelling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm like... You're supposed to be evolved humans, be evolved humans, I guess. Um, <laughs> X-Men Fantastic Four, it's a four-issue mini. Your mileage may vary. It was fine. I didn't like the art that much, and that's, and that's coming from me. I like Terry Dodson. I just think it was rushed. Uh, New Mutants is a goddamn gem. Uh, Hawkeye, six issue freefall. Did you read freefall? I have not, but I've been seeing good things about it. Six issues. It's fucking great. Matthew Rosenberg, Otto Schmidt on art. I really enjoyed it. Um, Venom. Donnie Cates has created a problem. Yeah, I'm behind on it, but I'm catching up. Uh, did that, take your time because this ends in an event. This doesn't end in like, oh, a, a, a two issue, a, a supersized issue of Venom. Mm, like a, this ends in with a celestial, and they've, they've admitted it on the Marvel panel over this kind of bastardized San Diego is that it's going to be a co- celestial level event, is the word that was used. Okay. In describing Null. Yeah. Immortal Hulk, read it. Don't ask us any questions. I'm sorry. Because um, you're going to have nightmares. Is Al Ewing's crazy. The New Guardians book is also Al Ewing. I've enjoyed that one a lot. I think I'm out of things that I'm loving. And then we'll talk about it. Let's. Oh, Amazing Spider-Man. They're building up to this kindred thing that is legitimately terrifying. But the story of the day is Empire, my friend. The Avengers hit past, come to bite them in the ass. Yeah. 
you would think that the end of the scroll Cree war would be a good thing, but somehow turned into something more horrible. <laughs> well, it was the thing is, it wasn't a good thing at the jump because even from the jump, they were like, that's bad. Well, but also the thing about Empire, also, and we've done this before, I'm trying to figure out, I, we never did do a scroll Cree. I don't think we did a scroll Cree character corner, but I think we maybe covered it in the Captain Marvel stuff. Um, we had to have. I think so. Right. And, but this goes back to some of the things we've been talking about of playing the hit or utilizing your history. And Empire's clearly doing this because it's going back to the very, very beginning of what started the, the, the conflict between the Kree Scrolls and the forgotten people of the, this is the how do they call them? The, the Kaota? Kaote? Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of forget about the plant people and then you're realizing that, hey, you know what? The plant people are actually kind of terrifying. <laughs> so the story behind the screen crawl, just so everyone knows, the, uh, the I think I, the scroll and the Cree. I you think I you put it, it. You called the Cree, which at this point well, I guess they started. are. So the <laughs> scroll are an older, more advanced alien race, and there were two races they were going to give advanced weaponry to and and teach them how to fare the stars. Is it going to be the Cree or the Kwathet? Or did I mix that up? Is the Cree first? What do you mean? Who's on the, who got stranded on the blue area? Was it the Cree or the? Um, Scrolls. So the scrolls were it was conducting an experiment, right? Yeah, the scrolls were creating the experiment as the Cree. Okay, so you wanted to see who could utilize this area best, and the Kawadi built civilizations and all this thing in the time in the blue area of the moon. Well, no, they, the very simply, they built a garden. Yeah, they right. built a garden. They built a civil. You, you can life, yep. and the Cree built weapons and death and destroyed it mm-hmm. and won. And that's the abridged version of they then took the weapons, turned on the scroll, and that's the abridged version of how the Cree scroll war started. The Kawadi have been like background characters in a lot of these Kree scroll events because they were the third party in the initial. And we saw the beginning of this in one of those mini invasion. Was it? What are you talking about the ones from last about the, the scroll family underground? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that was the first, the first sign of this. It turned out that, that, that you didn't know what the mystery was. And then we had the, the issue zero kind of in Avengers where. It's a closed-door mystery on how they killed this person, and you assume that the scroll turned into a potted plant. Oh, it was Incoming. They, they had a whole incoming, series. Yeah. Yeah, incoming was a whole series. Yeah, that was last, last September, October last year it came out. And it, that's on oh, Marvel Unlimited right now. Yeah. And so now you're like, wait a second. So they've done a very good job of, if you use the turn of phrase, planning the scenes for this one. Yep. And then so, coming ahead, not only saying, oh, we're going back to Kree Skull history, but guess what? Here's fucking Swordsman. Right. Well, the whole thing was and from incoming was beware of the trees, because mm-hmm. and and the Avengers and everybody else couldn't figure out why these two. Because the whole thing was the the two Cree, the the Cree and the Scroll that were there, were the two that had been tricked into ending the the Cree Scroll war, war the first time, all in the blue area of the moon. So for some reason, everybody thought that they had either killed each other or something else was going on, and what they didn't realize was that what 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 they were actually doing was working to get Hulkling uh, to go back and be a figurehead for the unified empire, the unified unification of the two empires. Uh, and what was, and, and, and the Kawati were working to try to stop them from that because they had these, these plans to basically end all basic um, animal life. <laughs> in, I guess yeah. what you call it animal life in the universe and take over everything because they're tired of being everybody's doormat at this point. So yeah, 
Yeah. They're tired of eating something in their plants. Right. You know, and like you said, they bring, it brings in swordsmen, it brings in mantis, it brings in all of these characters you wouldn't have thought twice about. Like, it was so funny when you were reading, I think it was issue one of Empire, where you had, um, who is the, um, the Masa- who is the, the, the swordsman's kid, the, the, uh, the actual, um, I forget the kid's name. Uh, Quaddy got kid. But I remember when, when, when Thor remembers, like, oh, I remember we were, we were young and Uncle we both, Thor. yeah, Uncle Thor. And we, you know, we, we went to, you know, did you call that girl? Like all this stuff. And then you quickly, and I, the entire time I'm going like, this kid's up to something. <laughs> the entire time. I'm like, better than Tony did. Tony was pissed. Right. Right. You know? And, and, but also it's playing on that stuff, the playing on this, this need of Tony to try to do better and, and think Tony's actually, you know, you know, uh, doing the right thing, and they get tricked, and the Avengers basically give the Quadi what they need to basically, you know, start their attack on Earth. But then, quietly mentioned in 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 those issues also is at one point somebody tell I think I think Swordsman teleports, and somebody goes, "Hey, that reminds me of the teleportation, the, the transporting that the the X Men use with uh, mm-hmm. uh, Kroka." And I'm like, mm, "Yep, exactly." So, because you have that, you have the flower cartel, you have all the stuff that's plant life, all this plant stuff that's involved in, uh, we got Black Tom, like all the stuff in, 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 in the X-Men books. And I'm like, oh, that can't be a coincidence. And then issue, and then issue 10 of the X-Men kind of brings up the fact that it's, it's not a coincidence. Like there's going to be some serious connections here. And I, um, they did a really good job of kind of, they told us what was coming and we didn't see it. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the more interesting parts of this entire event that's been pulled off so far is that it, it, like you said, it's been set up for a while and involved. It touched the entire Marvel universe, and now it's uh, it's a problem. Well, that's, I think that's the thing. They're that's after Wakanda, like that. The revelation yeah. that they're after Wakanda because the, they, they're able to grow what they grow on the moon in that soil. Think of what you could grow in fried brain and rich soil. Right. Right. Brilliant. I it's it's to me it's also one of those events that. Sometimes when you have these events, like, you know, there's Avenger stuff and there's X-Men stuff, this is clearly going to cut across. Like, I mean, you had, um, whatchamacallit, uh, um, uh, War of the Realms, and you had some, 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 uh, some mutants and X-Men and that and stuff like that. But, like, this, you see what, 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 what Hickman's been doing with X-Men, it feels like he's telling these almost disconnected stories sometimes in the main X-Men book. Um, but when you read the other books and you start seeing the larger world, they're very, very connected. Like, you know, one of the other books I'm reading and I'm catching up with, I'm like, I'm like three behind, or I might be all the way caught up is Dan Slott's Fantastic Four book. Man. Right. You know, and that's, a, that's also like important. And we know that, you know, we always kind of forget, you know, Franklin has a home with the mutants if, they, if he wants. Is that, is that, is that, that phrase that Scott said to Susan, you know, in X-Men, I think it was X-Men number one, where he basically said, you, you know, tell your boy he can always come home if he wants to. Because Franklin's a mutant. He's got a home here. Got and his other family. Right. So, and we also know for, one thing that came out, I think it was, coming, it was from the incoming book, is that um, Franklin's DNA is one of the things that, that, that um, Sinister wants. To co- He's been also coveting DNA. His whole thing especially, was... Especially Omega mutants. Yeah. He's been told that he can't he can't create anything new or clone anything, but he was the loophole was basically, but I can create something new out of something old. And so, yeah, there's a lot of the stuff that's kind of floating under the surface. That I think um, is all coming together and you can't deny what you've seen with what um, 
Hank was doing with X-Force and um, uh, what was that? I can't remember what the name of the country was that basically got overrun by the by the. I mean plant. the plant, the new plant country. The new plant country, yeah. Mm-hmm. That Gene and them basically came through and destroyed in the last X Force issue. Lobotomized. Lobotomized, right? Which can't probably go well with the new nope. sentient nope. of things. Which, by the way, also another thing that happened in, in Empire was the reminder that uh, that the scene that. Um, uh, uh, Scarlet Witch uh, tried to bring back the 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 dead mutants because she's been told about how she's not a mutant, but you also are responsible for sixty million deaths. And what she brought back were basically mutant zombies. Yeah, yeah, sixteen million mutant zombies. Right. So there are a lot of problems. Yeah, that some of them. Were, I, mean, I can't remember how many of this. It was like twenty five percent of us were vegetarians, and they started eating the. <laughs> like it this is not good y'all this is all all bad so um yeah um um it, it again there's so many aspects to what's happening in empire there's the ramifications on the x-men side and the mutant side but then there's also just the avenger side of it as well um and the fantastic four side so it's like there's all these different pieces here that yes yeah, a lot it's a lot but that's it, man. That's my pull list right now. I am uh, I giving up some books. We don't talk about things we hate. We talk about things we love here. So um, I won't mention um, certain size and shape-altering robots that are continuing to let me down in this new iteration. <laughs> uh, the only thing I will add in here, I didn't read. I know the latest issue came out, and I haven't read it yet. It's just the Captain America book as well. So. Oh, yeah, Cap. Uh, I mean, our staples. Batman, obviously. Right. Although, I want it to hit better than it is. I love... That writer, I love the property. I just need he wrote an amazing detective comics run, James C. in the fourth, and I need to get deep. I need to give it more of a sh- I need to stick with it, but not loving it so far. The the Joker War type things but kind of a lead it to that. And yeah. Are you up on Joker War? You know the kind of the, the, the No, conceit? I haven't gotten to it yet. He stole Bruce's money. Oh. And his company and his house. Like he found legal ways to get all Bruce's shit. Oh. And now it's it's interesting. We'll see. And like I said, it's just kicking off now, but there was a big arc before this that was kind of like touted as the kickoff point, but it was actually just a lead in the Joker War, which I don't like the misdirection, but probably not the writer's fault, probably DC's fault. But so it's taking me a little longer to get into it than I would like. Um the only other thing I wanted to bring up is real quick, um the um because we're gonna bring, talk about it on the poll list. And uh, I mentioned it before, it was the whole Tom King uh Jay uh, Lee thing mm, with the yes. comic stuff. So, um, the big, the, the gist of it was, uh, Jay Lee had done a, had been commissioned to do a, a, what did he, did he do a cover for Cyber for four, Ethan Pinchriver? Was it? It's, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's something. He, he's commissioned cover. Who's asked to do it? He got paid. Right. Um, and then he was also commissioned to do a cover for one of Tom King's new books for DC. And Tom King basically came out and said, oh, absolutely fucking not. Because he did, a, he did work for a comic game. We're not doing this. Came out as a big misunderstanding that Jay Lee said that he didn't know about it, and then he wrote a thing saying we're not really good because this kind of blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to get into the whole thing. My thing is this: there's two things I wanted to say about this. One, DC needs to do a better job from their side. Shouldn't be up to the, the Tom King shouldn't have to do this, um, because Comicsgate is a problem, and this is turning into a thing yeah. like what uh, Warner Brothers is doing with the standard cut people, which is kind of ignoring a big problem. Like right now, Ethan Mace Driver. I saw this the other day because Tess Follower actually follows me on Twitter. Don't know why she follows me. But um, apparently, she'll, she's been diagnosed with breast cancer, 
And Ethan Van Shriver was on a a a, a uh, YouTube chat with some other people where he literally making fun of her having cancer. This is what these the, these comic case people are like. There's a reason why Ethan Van Shriver is is basically banned from everything. People are also mad about uh, people spoken out about uh, Dynamite Comics because they're actually putting some Comic Gate books up, and people are saying like, "No, don't do this." Um, for the most part, I feel like the comics community is doing the right thing in how they've come together. They're doing a much better job of shaming uh, the Comic Gate people and 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 drawing that line, particularly in recent uh, recent years, versus other organizations I've seen that have kind of let these people kind of creep in and create the narrative. So maybe Jay Lee didn't know that it, he was doing, he was commissioned to do a book for a comic gate person. Maybe he didn't. It was at that point that I think that somebody in editorial in, in DC should go and address that and say, you need to know about these people. You cannot work with these people and then also work for us. Right. You know, maybe he was innocent on that. Um, I think, I think and the thing is, you know about Jay Lee, I think he was. Right. I, I, absolutely. Um, this is a situation where I think, you know, guns were jumped, and sometimes guns need to be jumped. Right, and and, and that's the thing. And, 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 right, Tom King was unequivocal in his apology. Not, I forget it. He's like, look, I fucked up. Right, Cam had a, made a phone call before I made a post. And he's right. Right, everyone, everyone can learn here. Right, he's absolutely right. But there's a reason why he jumped the gun. The reason why he jumped the gun is because these common case people are, are trash. Yeah, and, and, no, I know. And, I'm not saying. I'm oh, not no, no, saying no, 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 right. I do yeah. think he was wrong. No, no, absolutely. And I, and I, and I think that, and that's my point too. It's like, you know, we can say that, but, but there are a lot of people trying to make it seem like it's equiv- uh, it, It's the same. No, blah, blah. no it's not. It, it's nowhere near the same. Because I'm not wrong. Because he was wrong, and then he apologized, and and he admitted he was wrong, right? And I think that's the difference here, you know. And I'd rather see. I think to me, it makes me feel better. I'd, if, if you're going to be wrong and jump the, jump the gun on something, I'd rather be something like this. To be perfectly honest, you know, because you got to also gotta understand that Tom King and the other artists, the reason why they jumped the gun on this is because they have been subjected to these comic gays people as well. They have seen uh, either been, been directly affected because they, they get doxxed and, and, and the hate messages and stuff like that directly to them. Or they see their fellow creators who are even more vulnerable subjected to those messages as well. And, you know, wrong is wrong. But also, people are going to jump the gun on that. Because you cannot be silent on this. And it's, when you see somebody like EVS having, you know, other creators on and making fun of somebody like Tess having been diagnosed with cancer, there's no defense of that, guys. Right. Like this whole thing of trying to make comic gate people seem like they're just normal people, and there's no like they do. I'm a leader of comic gate. All these individually lost fucking idiots out here putting videos like this. It's like no, guys. These are a group of people that at their core are terrible. So I just want to kind of quickly bring that up because it did involve comics and it did involve uh, uh, one of the uh, the writers that we we enjoy. I got nervous. I thought it was going to be the opposite thing that. He was like defending confiscate people, and now we're getting really upset. That was a that's a line you can't come back from. So, yeah. Um, all right, folks, uh, that's all we got. Uh, it'd probably be a little bit closer to, to maybe two months instead of three months for this next one, since we were a little delayed. And comics are starting to get back on a, a better schedule at this point. Um, so uh, we will be back hopefully soon to talk more about that. Um, we did I talk to you about what we might do for the next 
character. No, what are you doing? No, it's, it's actually, I think it's long overdue. It's something we haven't, we've done, we have, we talked around, we talked all around him, and I couldn't believe we haven't done him. The thing, we, it might be time to do Superman. Have we never? We've never done Superman. We've done Superboy. We've done Lex. We did the history of comics. All the things t- touch on him. We've never actually done the man himself. Either going to be super long or super short. Uh, exactly. It's like, it can go either way because it's like, there's going to be a lot of stuff we have to cut out. <clears throat> We're going to be a lot of stuff we have to cut out. I think it's at very least it's going to be two episodes because we can probably also then do another thing where we talk about like some of the other, other media. Right? Oh, God. I can talk about some movies for two days. Right. Yeah. So um, I, I think it's time to do that. We've done everybody else. We've done the other part of the Trinity uh, and some others. So I, I, think, I think it might be that time to, to jump into doing soups. So we'll talk about it. But um, yeah, stay tuned for that, guys. So. Um, all right, folks, thank you very much for listening. And until next time, we're out of here. Peace. Peace.